0: Harden former Arizona Sheriff Joe O'Pyro announcing he's looking to run for the Senate in his state. Meanwhile, Clive and Bundy gets his case dismissed, dismissed by a federal judge, said it three times fast, with prejudice. So there's a little into there. And oddly enough, adult film star Olivia Nova dead at the age of 20, bucking a trend of making it into the top 10, not bucking a trend of dead porn stars. We'll talk about that. Later on in the show. So, what stories are the top for this week? As said on by you and your response in social media, we'll get to the top ten and other things in just a moment here on this is the conversations weekly wrap up show for the week ending January 13, 13th, 2018. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I am the host for this podcast, this show. This is the Conversations Weekly Wrap-Up Show, and we do it every single week as we wrap up the full week, a little plus from Friday to Friday, with what's been going on in the news, things that kind of got lost in all of the, let's be honest, Trump stuff that happened this week. Although there's plenty of Trump stuff in the news, uh, and some of the later stuff we'll get to as well. But throughout the day, you watch the news, you tune in to get information, you get stuck in what's breaking and that breaking basically stays there all day long. And we have a way to solve that. We come up with this podcast, uh, which comes through by getting input from you all day long. We post links to stories on social media via Facebook and Twitter, and you respond to them, and we look at the numbers from there. You like, you love, you share, you hate, you comment, and we take a mashing of all our social media feeds, put them together, do some math in a spreadsheet because I don't do math, and it comes up with the top stories for the week, and that's what we do in the first half of this conversation here with you as we have our great conversations, we also have, slated today, an interview with a good friend of mine, a man I literally am looking at across the class inside the studio as I do the first half of this program. His name is Kevin Miller. He is the morning anchor for First News with Kevin Miller. Oddly enough, that's why they called it that, uh, on KARN-FM in Little Rock, Arkansas, 1029-KARN. Uh, it's a flagship, a uh, long-time station with a great um, a great following and a great heritage, and I'm very proud to know this guy, a very interesting and fun guy, and he's going to help me out doing some little work consulting. Basically, I'm going to put him through the ringer, and he's going to tell me how good or bad this whole thing is so he will play the brackets and talk about him in just a bit and then of course we'll get to all the other stories or as many of them as we can on the back end that didn't get in the top 10 of course running out the top 15 talking about the most irrelevant story of the week or almost irrelevant story of the week 113 i believe stories for this week 116 stories total this week so a lot of stories in for this week and that's how this thing rolls to get in on the conversation and make your vote count, just follow us on face on social media. Facebook, it's This Is The Conversation. On Twitter, it's TH underscore conversation. And of course, go to our main website, thisisaconversation.com, for any other information that you need from us. So without further ado, let's get into the stories for this week, the top 10 stories. Going on. Starting off with the number 10 story, and this is one uh, where you can overcome stupidity and come out on the better end. This is coming from HM, the clother who had to apologize after coming under fire under their quote, coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie that they had modeled by a black child. Now, if you're not a black person and don't get the irrelevance of this, well, then let me school you really quick. Uh, black people very often are compared to monkeys. And the reasoning is stupidity and racism. So putting a hoodie on a kid who's black, uh, sold on an international clothing and saying that this is cool has a bit of backlash. Now, let me do a little bit of apologizing for H&M very quickly. And it'll be a very little bit of apologizing. We know there is a very big trend of clothing overseas. In, in foreign places, uh, Asia, for example, a lot of Asian countries love clothes that have English words on them and they just take some things and translate them back and forth, and in translations, things get lost. So that happens often. That's why you very often will see pictures in some Asian country of a popular tea that has you know, curse words or something, some weird sentence that doesn't really make sense grammatically because they just took something, translated it, and bam, came up with it. Or they literally pulled some words from some place and went with that. That's why you have really weird things like that happening. This is probably what happened here uh, where they just took some sort of um, phrase and just threw it in there because, you know, you know, monkeys are cool in the jungle and everybody loves monkeys. So why not be the coolest monkey in the hoodie thing? And that didn't work out so well, especially since they just ironically or whatever put it on a black kid. This uh, had a great response from social media. A lot of famous people tweeting their own versions of the hoodie, including greatest kid in the world, greatest king in the world. And in fact, the boy was offered a modeling contract with um, uh, P. Diddy's uh, modeling agency. So we'll see how that works out. But good news for the people of the world for figuring out that H&M are a bunch of dopes. The number nine story for this week, the response jump is... 2%, 2 2.02 2%, 2.02 to be exact, college football playoff. And that was Alabama rallying, you know, coming back because they're such a poor and always, I mean, hapless team to an overtime victory over Georgia uh, happening on uh, the Monday, five days from when we're recording this on this Friday. Now, Alabama and Georgia, two SEC powerhouses, they came out at the end, the number three and number four schools in the nation, which means top four make it in. And that's what happened. But Alabama and Georgia spent most of the year. At number one, in fact, Alabama a little miff most of the time because normally they 're number one and everybody else is chasing them. Georgia spent a lot of time above them until Georgia was beaten by Auburn, and then Alabama had the free reign, and then Alabama was beaten by Auburn and then Georgia had a chance to rebeat Auburn again or beat Auburn this time to jump back in and so that's how we got two SEC teams in the College Football Championships they weren't based they weren't facing each other in the semis so they got a chance to win their games and bam the SEC guarantee came up this year now whether you think there's a east coast bias or SEC bias in the in the football championship you're probably right however it just turned out that's the way it happens this year. We'll see if there are some changes to it. The fear is adding more teams and adding more divisions means the college football season goes on until February and, of course, gets in the way of the NFL playoffs, but we'll see how it goes. Plus, the bowls series, how the bowls work, are a benefit to all the schools out there because every school that basically gets a winning record gets to go on the road, have a great experience, and they all get paid. So that's how that's going to happen. We'll see if any changes. Come along in that vein anytime soon. I say probably not. Number eight story this week. JFK Airport had a water leak that flooded the baggage claim area and forced evacuation of the airport. Now, number one, there was a water leak at JFK during all the uh, midst of the uh, polar vortex, polar bomb stuff. So that was problem number one. A water leak in one of the areas uh, caused people to evacuate that terminal. It also leaked and flooded a baggage claim area that was underneath in the cold, freezing temperatures. It froze a lot of stuff up, and that made for a lot of craziness because a lot of bags stuck down there in that claim were bags that were essentially misplaced or, I guess, dispersed due to a lot of the flights being delayed across the nation with the weather. So a lot of the bags weren't even supposed to necessarily be there. They should have been on someplace else. Uh, We'll see how this actually comes to fore in fixing anything forward. But another week, another weird thing happening in an airport. This time, water leak busting up, flooding the baggage claim, and the freezing of the stuff. We'll see how much damage will actually be done. That gets a jump in response of almost 2%, 1.98%. The number seven story gets an almost 2% jump as well, 1.94%. And that is Dennis Kucinich, who is back, not running for president again because you can't do that in 2018. But he is going to join the race for governor in Ohio. Now, what does that mean for all of us? Well, not really sure because I don't live in Ohio. But Ohio is a state that means a lot in the national stage. It's a very big state that means a lot for um for the early parts of the presidential races. So controlling that state and controlling the people, if you will, will mean a lot coming up in 2020. But for right now, Kucinich is joining a very crowded race for that governor's race. Uh, he is 71 years old, so like uh, pretty much anyone else I'm thinking about, I'm probably not voting for him for how old he is. And there's six other prominent figures who are running for that seat, uh, including some really big heavy hitters and uh, that's going to be taking over. Of course, this is going to take over for the term-limited John Kasich, who was a pretty popular guy, uh, but he is obviously out of time with terms, so there's a whole bunch of folks shooting for more power. Kucinich, who famously ran for president a few times, and famously try to get married in process. We'll see how Governor works out for Mr. Kucinich. We're going to stay in the state of Ohio, oddly enough, for the number six story. And that's Ohio Republican Treasurer Josh Mandel dropping his Senate bid, citing his wife's health issues, 7.62 percent on that story. A jump for your responses. Now, Ohio State Treasurer John Mandel is a Republican. He's dropping out of his Senate bid due to his wife's health issues. He was a very prominent person and thought he would probably get a good chance of running. Uh, This was the seat that was held by Sherrod Brown, the Democrat, which would change this seat from blue to red. But he's ending it because of his wife's health issues, and he wants to think about his family and his children. So many things going on. He wants to basically focus on the family, and this is a real focus on the family type thing. He's going to serve out his term of treasurer, so he's going to keep working on that gig. But he's not going to take on the new gig, or at least try to take the new gig on, with all the stresses of running for office and dealing with the issues that he has with the health of his wife. We go now to the number five story this week. Firefighters battle blaze at Trump Towers as smoke billows from top of Skyscraper near President's penthouse. Whoever wrote that one really got their pay that day. Four point two, four point four two 4.42% jump in response on that story for the week. The number five story deals with the story uh, that happened in Trump Tower in Manhattan, I think it's in Manhattan, uh, in New York. Yeah, Man- the Manhattan Tower uh, had smoke billowing from the roof that people saw uh, for miles away. It's a 58 story building, and the firefighters that go up to the top and, of course, take care of the fire because there's smoke. There's probably fire. A small fire started on top of the building. It wasn't anything really serious. It was essentially a heating unit or air conditioning unit that f- malfunctioned and burnt on the top of the building. Nothing on the interior was really taken care of. Small electrical fire was basically what they said on the cooling tower of the roof. Uh, so it was taken care of in minutes. An incredible job. In fact, I will read Donald Trump's tweet. There was a small electrical fire in the cooling tower on the roof of Trump Tower. New York Fire Department was there within minutes and did an incredible job, exactly what we said. Uh, So it was pretty much simple, and no, Trump's building was not totally burning down. Number four story this week, immigration agents raid 7-Eleven stores nationwide, arrest 21 people in the biggest crackdown in the Trump era. This gets a jump of response 1.69%. Now, we do know Trump has a problem with immigrants, and we'll maybe get to that a bit later as we talk about the extra stuff. But this isn't necessarily a isolated Trump thing, and 7-Eleven isn't necessarily being targeted on anything particular other than just what they do in the past. 7-Eleven has actually been targeted in the past for... Uh, hiring non-documented workers, and that's something that's been done over and over for the past 20 years or so. This time, the massive amount of stores was was just a sting that was set up with very little to do with Trump, if you will. 21 people arrested is a big number of folks, but it's the largest big bust, but it'd take dozens of stores to be ready at the same time uh, for this action. And look for more actions similar to this. As things roll on, because there is a big crackdown on illegal immigration, however you want to put it, we'll see exactly how it plays out. Let's go to the number three story of this week. It gets a jump in response of 25.83% from the number four. Marcus Mariota throws first career postseason touchdown to himself after deflection. Now, I will give you a bit of a spoiler alert. The NFL playoffs do dominate the top three. They don't take it over completely, but they do, do pretty much uh, beat it up, and this is the first one into that. There were four wild card playoff games this last Saturday, and three of the stories were very high ranking. Uh, this one uh, is one of the highest rankings that are here. Uh, Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans, who got a chance play playing his first playoff games after doing... Dealing with some injuries, dealing with some issues, and just regular season stuff. The Titans made it to the playoffs and had an amazing game where uh, one of the oddest plays ever, in fact, the only the second time it's ever happened, where a quarterback has thrown a touchdown reception to himself. This is the first time it happened in a playoff game where, eventually, uh, Marcus Murray tossed the ball into the end zone. It was deflected by someone there. It is, instead of just grabbing it for interception or batting it straight down, they just kind of tipped it back. Mariota was in the area where he could catch it and close enough to run it into a t- touchdown, six-yard touchdown, I believe. It was the first touchdown he's ever had in the postseason. And, of course, Titans end up winning that game and going on to the next round. The number two story this week, Diane Feinstein releases transcript of Fusion GBS meeting regarding anti-Trump dossier. Uh, this gets a jump response of 12.58% from the other story, the last story we had, uh, Marcus Mariota. Now, what does this mean? If you've been paying attention to what's going on in Washington and actually paying attention, not just listening to all the Trump talk, you know that there's been some meetings and some hearings going on about the Russian dossier, the dossier that sort of sparked uh, the, the look into collusion thoughts of the Trump campaign with the Russians. A group that actually put together this or hired a person to put it together is called Fusion GPS, and they get mixed up with doing some things directly for the Republicans and the Democrats as well. The executive of that group gave a testimony basically saying that everything that the guy they hired, the, the British agent they hired, is on the up and up. They didn't do it for anything political. And the fact the agent went to the FBI on his own while doing political research because there's so many things in there that just seemed a little off. And Diane Feinstein thought that she was forced, her hand was pushed to get this information out to the public. Future GPS actually wanted to publicize as well. That she leaked the the transcript to everyone to see, literally the world to see. So we got you to see what exactly was said uh, on British a- intelligence officer Christopher Steele, or ex officer, should say, and what Glenn Simpson, the GPS, Fusion GPS CEO, said on the stand before the Senate committee. Now, the number one story for this week is who said football dominated. So it's another football story dealing with the. NFL dealing with the playoffs, although the story we put is on the losing end instead of the winning end. This one loss to Jaguars should end Tyrod Taylor's era for Bills. The Buffalo Bills and the Jacksonville Jaguars faced off against each other, two teams that are just kind of historically not great, not necessarily bad, but. Not really all that good either. Now, there's the quarterback situation is part of the problem. Tyrod Taylor, quarterbacks for the Bills, and he has been with and without and with and without the Bills a couple times as they had their own larger issues to deal with. But he's a serviceable quarterback, and he was playing for the Bills this weekend. Also, the Jaguars have a guy named Blake Bortles, who was a very highly um, anticipated draft pick and has been more or less mid-level for the Jaguars, who have been more or less mid-level for their, their lifetime as a franchise. Uh, because the Jaguars are able to beat out the Bills, uh, the Bills believe they are going to move on from Tyrod Taylor, their quarterback, again. Jaguars move ahead into the playoffs to play again this weekend, sometime today, as you're probably listening to this on, on a Saturday. And those are the stories. Oh, by the way, 34.71% jump from the number two story on Diane Feinstein. It is a 1.31, 131.31, that's weird, 131.31% jump from the number 10 story. That's the H&M black hoodie debacle with that one. And from the Almost Irrelevant story, the 116 story in response to you, 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 reacted to that one 3,700 times more than the other story, which we'll get to in quite a bit. But that is the top 10 stories for this week. As we said, you want to get in the voting, you vote with your fingers, you vote with your clickers, you vote via how you respond to the stories you put down on social media. Follow us on Facebook and make sure you set us to speak in your feed. Facebook's doing some changes. We'll talk about that. I'm I'm sure uh, that will make us maybe not as relevant. Make sure we're relevant. Make sure we're main messages in your feed. Look for the this is the conversation. The blue conversation bubble will be there as the image. For f- Twitter, For Twitter, you go to TH underscore conversation, twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation, and follow us there, like us there, love the stories, like the stories, heart the stories, share the stories, comment the stories, hate the stories. Whatever you do to re- to respond to the stories gets counted in as an interaction, and the more interactions that we get, basically pure interactions, the more you get into the top 10, or they do that, as I should be saying, or something like that. Something like a great interview, we're hoping is coming up in just a bit. We'll talk to my friend Kevin Miller about radio in Little Rock, Arkansas. We'll probably ask him about his old Hall of Notes doppelganger time. Well, that's going to be pretty funny, I hope. And he will play the brackets, see what he thinks about news. A man who talks news all morning, five days a week. We'll see which big story he wants to talk about in the brackets. Coming up for This Is Conversation's weekly wrap-up show for the week ending January the thirteenth, two thousand and eighteen. Now, if you heard what the top ten stories are for this week you may not agree specifically with the order that came in and you don't get a chance to have the full say because this is the millions and millions and literally billions of people around the world who have access to the internet who essentially get a chance to vote on this. So you probably got outvoted outshotted out in what you thought was a top story of the week. We give you the chance to tell us what you think is the biggest story. And by the way, give you a little gift in the process you get a chance to play the rankings game you can do it right now it is online with the top 10 stories from this week where you can take them from the 1 to 10 order that they came down in on the podcast and you can rank them however you want them you tell us which story you think is really the top and which thing story you think is the bottom now you only get to choose between 1 and 10 so you can't sneak in any dead um porn star stories which we'll get to in a bit but you can get a chance to say what you think is the more important story, your chance to sort of play the brackets and get a gift for it as well. It's simple. Go to thisistheconversation.com slash rankings. Thisistheconversation.com slash rankings. Every week we allow you to shift the stories around in your order, the way you want to, and one lucky person gets a great gift. A $10 Starbucks gift card is what's on line coming up for this week. So check it out. Go to thisistheconversation.com slash rankings and play the rankings game. Kevin Miller does double duty for radio here in Little Rock. He literally sits across the class in the mornings as I'm doing my morning production in my studio for my stations as he does first news of Kevin Miller for the drive time. And then in the evenings, he comes back and does radio or Top 40 radio for Alice 107.7, something he's been doing for quite some time. And he's really good at it. And the most important thing is he's a really good friend of mine. He stepped in to help me out with the brackets this week so I can make sure I'm starting my whole 50 weeks of guest things here. And to be honest, I didn't take time to really call a guest. So he stepped in and took over and is doing a great job of helping me flesh this thing out. So basically, we just had a nice good conversation and played some news games. And we opened up just talking about the main difference between doing the young stuff for the kids and the music and the older stuff for the adults and the news.
1: Well, you know, life is life, and and news is relative. And so it's about knowledge, and it can be about knowledge in any number of different fields. And I think one will give to the other. Now, you've got very news-heavy diets where it's uh, harder stories and sometimes tougher stories and more intense stories and things where you've got to get to the facts and the information. Uh, On the other side of it, you know, some of the information can still be played there, too, or works well to keep you informed with what's going on, not only in the news, but in life. We all live lives. And uh, as a news person, I think you have to know what's going on, the, the specifics of stories. But the passive listener may or may not know that information. So uh, with life, you've also got to share things that are, uh, I, I don't know, I guess you got to kind of be, you can't be so focused on one, you, you have to ignore the other. So somewhere there's a balance. Am I making sense? I hope I am. You're making perfect sense. <laughs> I hope I am. Now, here's yeah. where I, I guess it gets kind of the kicker
0: question on it you of course are still doing rock and roll if you can call right. it that you're doing um yeah it's, top 40s, it's pop it's hit radio. Yeah, radio it is yeah. and you're doing news and you have an older demographic for news that you want to get younger with mm-hmm. and you are an older demographic talking to younger people with the music mm-hmm. how do you balance that in your head and able to talk to the two, the two
1: audiences uh i just uh, I don't know how to explain that I just try to target whatever uh, we're working with in the moment if it's a news story who is interested in this and and I'm trying to think it through from a listener perspective it's not about me I'm trying to think about it uh, as idealistic as it may sound what's it going to be like for the person on the other side of the microphone what are they listening to and when I'm interviewing somebody I'm trying to think of the questions and hopefully most of the time I'm, I'm sure I'm not all the time but hopefully most of the time successful in asking the things that they want to know what would they ask what are things that are interesting about this and sometimes it depends on the interview some inter- interviews are just simply facts what happened when what do we need to know what's the potential for something happening next other things uh, maybe there's a different layer to it or maybe you can even get to that layer in the next interview where it may be a little bit more on the superficial side it just depends on what it is uh same thing if you're doing pop radio or hit radio what are people interested in they're interested in having fun they want to want to enjoy the music and so um uh, the demo really doesn't come in mind to me as much as who i'm talking to in the moment, whether that's a male audience or a female audience or older or younger, I just try to express what I feel like they might, might like to, to hear or, or enjoy from their radio. I, I try to, I don't know if entertain is what I, I do, I just try to give them hopefully what they want at that time. Now, we're doing this for my podcast. Mm-hmm. We're in the radio
0: studio, so sure. in the middle of the day where we're doing radio stuff. But the podcasting stuff, and there's, of course, big initiative for our upper level to do more of this type of thing. Do you see the on-demand stuff, the podcasting stuff, the stuff that's not hit the button for your mm-hmm. music box at what this time as opposed to on-demand stuff? Do you see it as a real threat to what you do daily? Or no. do you see it as something that actually compliments what you're doing.
1: No, I think it's a compliment. I think that, okay, we don't know for sure. I mean, anybody can predict what they want to, where it's going to go. And we see new technology, and technology is moving so fast, what is current now is already outdated. It moves along that quickly. Uh, 4K TV, no, no, let's go 8K. The the next thing is already out there. We're we're seeing that happen very quickly. So um, will there be something to listen to continually? Yes. Are there threats that are out there, either online or through streams? Absolutely. But the benefit that radio has over other medium is that if You have a radio station in your town. There's no one else that does. You are local to your community. As long as we continue as not only a group to remember that, but also as radio companies to remember the local is the thing that benefits us more than anything else. Fine. There's always going to be a spot for that. Alexa can't give you your local information I mean she guys can find the local news stories or find some local stuff but as far as what's you know happening and live and having fun in your community Alexa's not there to do that she's a service she's not a provider and we are the providers of the content on a local level and as long as we can do that we should be fine. But yeah, there, there are options out there. I think podcasting is a great thing uh, because it, just like this, if we sit down and have this conversation, if it happens once on the radio and it happens at 7.20 in the morning and you miss it, well, okay, I, I guess I just missed it. Well, now we've got the option to bring it back to people and let mm-hmm. them hear it. And maybe there's something they like a whole lot more. It's like a best of tape that you can can grab anytime you want. And I think that's very powerful also.
0: So now let's talk best of as in news stories for this week. It's okay. time to play the brackets That was a nice game. segue. I like that, that huh? Yeah, that was good. I've been doing this for a couple months. I'm getting a little better yeah. Yeah. at it. So. Okay, good. So here's how the brackets work okay we have the top 10 stories we just talked about in the first segment and this here. is like a
1: tournament right we're, we're working these out exactly okay so you so top I'm, 10 I'm, stories I'm, I'm i'm sweet 16 i'm ncaa but, but you, you have
0: no idea you can't pick seton hall because of their uniforms You've okay got, you can't pick it till it comes up okay you have got 10 stories the first round you get to eliminate one grouping in the stories to make it an even Eight or even four. All right. So if you go through all, all eight the first time, the last one gets eliminated. We're going to work on that explanation later. That's, okay. We're getting better on that. And then it go down to the last story, the final story, which you will pick as your top story of the week. Okay. And you can talk for about five minutes or so on that story. Okay, no okay, challenge. So, like so, we, so, so, but, but, throw me the ball. Let's see what and happens. so, it's, right. this is from the listeners, uh-huh. from from the internet, folks. It's ranked by the responses, so I have no control on what happens. Okay. And as I told you yesterday, we probably won't get the dead porn star story. It didn't quite right, make the top right. ten this week. Normally, they're number one. But that's yeah, I'm just what,
1: worried about whether I'm going to fall flat on my face. But we'll no, you'll do, you'll do fine. Okay,
0: okay this right. one's first grouping is the ten story and the five story. The 10 story is H&M apologizes after coming under fire for the coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie modeled by the black child. The or, weekend got upset about that, yeah. Or yeah. Th- number five story is firefighters battle blaze at Trump Tower as smoke billows from top of skyscraper near presidential penthouse. Which oh, story are we moving ahead?
1: Oh, 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 oh. Well, or you
0: can skip like so you can skip one grouping, but then you have to take everything
1: past that. I think that the H and m hoodie thing affected more people than the Trump Tower thing. The, the Trump Tower thing it was a fire in a uh, okay. air conditioning unit, we'll and okay, it turned going. out we to we'll, not be a big deal. So we'll keep going. Right.
0: Okay, number four, number six. Number four story, immigration agents raid 7-Eleven stores nationwide, Uh arresting 21 people in the crackdown, the biggest in Trump era. Or Ohio Republican Treasurer Josh Mandel dropping his Senate bid, citing his wife's health issues.
1: Uh, Wow, that's a tough matchup. We may have to go into overtime on that one. Um, both have uh, strong implications. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ohio Senate thing, and the reason I'm going to go that way is because we don't really have a 7-Eleven presence here in Arkansas. Now, if okay. we had one in our state, I would probably say 7-Eleven is the way to go. However, that Ohio Senate bid is uh, a total – you know that, that, that has some, uh, some national – Mm-hmm. Uh, Weight to it, so I'll go with that.
0: All right, next the so number two and number three story. Number two is Diane Feinstein releases transcript of Fusion GPS meeting yeah. to anti-Trump dossier, and okay. number three, Marcus Mariota throws first career postseason touchdown to himself after deflection. Oh, there's no question
1: that Diane uh, Feinstein releasing that, that. You're not going sports in on this one. Well, You're not for sports. that. That was a, that was a cute uh, play. It'll end up on the blooper reel somewhere, but it's not. Uh, it's not going to this. The release of that information is something that uh, that's ongoing. So.
0: Okay, the next two, and of course you can skip this one and go to the next one if you want to. The uh, next two are both football. First one is college football playoff, Alabama over Georgia in the overtime victory. Yeah. Second one is the Jags win over the Bills, but the story we, well, I went with what was the Bills finally get rid of Tyrod Taylor for good. Instead of maybe bringing them back again, or you can skip to the next two. Your choice.
1: I'll I'll go with the Alabama Georgia game. I mean, I think you've got to go with Alabama there. I think that's a big deal for us here in Arkansas because you've got two SEC teams that were in the national championship game. The SEC couldn't lose in that. Uh, That was the great thing. Georgia had a solid run. Uh, Nick Saban made a huge change there at halftime and he pulled out Jalen Hurts and uh, went with a a kid at quarterback, true freshman whose name I cannot, I still can't pronounce that guy's name. But you know, maybe uh, Tau is that how you say it? Yes. Yeah, so, that was a
0: nine and the one, by the way. The college football playoffs was a nine story. The one story was, oddly enough, the Bills getting rid of Tyler really? and Taylor. Well, and the, you know, the yeah. two stories we're not going with this week is the eight and the seven. That is water leak in the baggage claim area at JFK Airport. Yeah. That caused some issues. And Dennis Kucinich, sticking with Ohio, he is not – he or he is – I'm sorry. He is – running for governor with the five other people running for governor. So those two stories are out of the mix. So we're moving ahead between this time story number 10 which is HMM hoodie controversy and story number 6 that is the Ohio Republican Treasurer not running for Senate.
1: I think the Ohio... Ohio Senate story is still the the bigger of the two, uh, and the HM thing uh, the weekend he got upset about it, uh, pulled uh, his endorsement from it. Uh, but we've seen that kind of thing uh, before. In fact, there there was something that popped up on the Walmart uh, website not too terribly long ago that was uh, disparaging to people that were in the media, and uh, Walmart got in trouble with that. And that you know when when was the last time anybody mentioned that since it happened? Okay. And I don't know why these uh, retailers do that stuff. You know they'll, they'll sell stuff. I suppose, I guess, but the the controversy. You'll see these these things happen again. That again that. A political thing is something that's uh, maybe a little bit longer lasting.
0: Okay. So now we go between the two story and the nine, which is Dianne Feinstein and the G- Fusion GPS dossier mm-hmm. and the college football playoff.
1: Well, you don't make this easy, do you? Well, uh, it's the people. These are the stories uh, they Is that what about. it is? The, the, oh, okay. the dead
0: porn star didn't make it this week, so there you go. I wish she had.
1: Um, <laughs> um, mm, man. Is there a a, a and remember you're going to to, um, choose
0: between this story and the Ohio? Oh, since I'm choosing, I'm going
1: to have to. I will have to go with the SEC. That uh, uh, the the fusion story is is still huge. I mean, that can't be discounted. Uh, uh, Why did Feinstein uh, reveal that information? Uh, There's so many things that are still unknown about that, as far as the. I mean the the ins and outs of it. I. I'm still waiting for more facts, I think, on that whole deal. I mean, I know what I know about it, but I still don't think I can speak on it with the great knowledge I could with (laughs) SEC football. Is that awful or what? So, well, that means you're choosing uh, between Ohio politics. I'm totally doing it for myself. uh, SEC football. Yeah, this is self purposes. There's no question about it. Um, There are so many things that have happened in the news this week. And uh, yeah, that was very powerful, though. But uh, you've got Alabama now that's won five national championships in nine runs. And how many total have they gotten? I don't well, know. they
0: went. us on a number that that last nine years, five yeah. five championships in nine years. Tw- yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And nine in the last twelve are SEC. On right. top of that, okay, yeah, something like that.
1: Well, I mean, like I say, you got to look at Nick Saban as the coach, and uh, is is uh, arrogant as he can be, and as much as he frustrates me, uh, he's you know he's the guy to beat. There's no question. Uh, you got to worry uh, or wonder about uh, what's going on with Gus Malzahn down at Auburn. Going, hey, you know, I remember I beat both of those guys. Um, but uh, Georgia has a program that is young. It's upcoming. I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think Alabama may have their hands full on that. cannot recall off the top of my head the name of the uh, Georgia head coach, but uh, has the Alabama. Yeah, Kobe Smart has the tie with Alabama. There's nobody that wants to beat Nick Saban more, so that could be interesting. Kobe Smart is the only
0: one of the Saban disciples who ever actually beat him.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see where that's going to go. Uh, without With that said, I, again, you can't discount uh, what has happened in Washington, too, with the release of that information. How does that play into the Russia in, investigation with Bob Mueller and what's happening there? What's happening with the House and Senate investigations? Will that play into it? Uh, Donald Trump obviously was not happy about that at all. He tweeted about it this week. So it's hard to ignore that story, too. Uh, again, uh, before I start... I've got more questions of curiosity. This is one of those, uh, this goes back to what we started with. I mean, if we started an interview, I don't have the answers. So these are questions that I would ask somebody that was interested in that information. So what do we know? Where did it come from? What about, you know, there's so many different layers to that story. And, And when you get a story like that, it can get confusing real quick. And, you know, so, yeah. Those are both uh, very tough. I, I, I took the easy route. I went SEC champion or national so, championship. So that's for SEC championship twice, you know, whatever. So. All right.
0: So this is the part where most times I have people who are promoting things, you know, mm-hmm. podcasts, whatever, so you do that. So go ahead and promote yourself. Where could somebody, if they're listening – and they wanted to find you, how will they find you? What would they be looking
1: for? Just on the street. Look for the guy that is the coolest guy in town. I mean, he's got the uh, the style, the swagger. Uh, you can listen to me mornings on News Radio 102.9 KARN. I'm on from 6 to 9 o'clock every Monday through Friday. And uh, we try to have uh, the, inf- well, the whole idea is to get the information you need every day, uh, whether it's traffic and weather. We do that every 10 minutes, a uh, news every fifteen. But also, too, uh, if there's something that's happening and and topical, we want to try to be talking about the people as that goes along, whether that's one of our reporters talking about what's happening in Washington and the latest information there. Uh, It may be uh, we had somebody on. We heard about uh, in Little Rock the Indulgences Day Spa situation that closed down, and we had somebody on talking about what uh, recourse do you have if you are affected by that and or another business, uh, a brick-and-mortar store that shuts down and you're left holding either a certificate or a gift card. So advice with that. Uh, We try to have some fun and a good time, too, uh, along the way also. And anytime there's something that happens immediately, we want to share the news. And we mentioned there, you know, the the Trump Tower fire. That was one of the breaking news stories we had that, you know, turned out to be nothing. But, you know, at the moment, you didn't know. So we're just trying to, you know, keep people updated. We had some ice and snow this week, and it didn't turn. Winter just barely missed us. But, you know, again, you can turn to us for the information you need. And then in the afternoon, I get to get to have a good time. You know, it's like uh, doing one of my favorite things. I get to, to jump on Alice 107.7 and take people home in the afternoon. So it's a great thing. And uh, I don't want to say it's work on KARN, but it's a different type of radio than I've ever done. And it's very mental and it's very intense. The other side of it, I can let the other part, you know, I can, let my, I can loosen my tie a little bit and have a, have a good time on Alice. So, yeah. Uh, that's that's what I do. That's when you can listen. So. Hey, Kevin, thanks for helping out with my project. Thank hey, you so much I'm for stepping in. Glad to do it, and I appreciate the – you know, I'm honored that you would uh, even consider me to be here. So thanks so much.
0: This week we are once again spotlighting Coffee for Less, and you can get Coffee for Less just by going to our website, this is a conversation.com slash coffee for less. That's the link for our coffee for less discount or just go to the sponsors page and find many sponsors there but we're putting a spotlight this week again on coffee for less as we are still getting fresh into the brand new year and new you new brew may be what's on the case as i told you last week i've been doing nothing but tea and i've gotten my tea from coffee for less so it's even easier more convenient than going to the store because they send it right to you and the prices cannot be beat and for folks who are still doing the old coffee thing, you know, coffee's old news these days. It's all about tea uh, in my my world. But if you're still living with coffee and you can get it any way you want to, you can get the beans to grind yourself. You can get the courage cups to do the quick cups or you can do regular old brew just like normal. And you get your favorite flavors, your favorite brands, all the great stuff sent straight to your office, to your home, to your nook, to wherever you want them to go. Also get things like teas, get things like chives, get things like hot chocolates, special things like that for the best prices around. It's not quite free, but it's definitely for less and convenience. You just can't pay any more for because they won't let you. It's discounted. Coffee for Less will give you all you need and more. So check them out by going to thisisconversation.com slash coffee for less and let us know how well they're treating you so we can let them know how to keep coming up with us so we can keep working together. What coffee for less? Once again, sending thanks to my good friend Kevin Miller from Alice 107.7 in Little Rock and KRN News Radio or 102.9 News Radio KRN, its official name in Little Rock. He works in the cluster I do here, and we literally look at each other and make faces across the glass as the studios we work on connect to each other in the mornings. And uh, great to have him around. And hopefully, you enjoyed, you had to enjoy the interview and the time with Kevin. And if you want to help us out by filling out people to fill up the brackets, including yourself, you want to promote yourself? I'm down with that. Just go to the website, this is thisistheconversation.com, and connect with me so we can get you on to play the brackets. Now, in the time we have allotted, about six, seven minutes or so, we're going to get through as many stories as we can, starting off with the rounding off of the top 15 and the almost irrelevant story for the week. Almost relevant for this week happens to be our number 116th ranked story, and that is... What just came out this morning, Facebook's changing their news feed, and that could be an issue for all of us. So you've already probably seen my panicked expression inside of some of my news feeds and some of my projects. But essentially, they're making it so that you what your actual friends do in your feed is actually what you're seeing the most of So, you know. Who would have thunk that? However, what it means, it's shrinking eyeballs for businesses and things that don't get a lot of uh, love, spammy type things. So if you're not interacting with it, then you're probably not going to see it. This is why if you follow us on Facebook, as Facebook is your main way to see what's going on with this conversation. Make sure you are interacting with this post on Facebook so that we can keep it stay in your feed. Simple. Look for This is a Conversation on Facebook, and there's a blue speech bubble icon there, or on Twitter, it's just TH underscore conversation. Now, rounding out the top 15 this week, uh, let's go with, starting off with number 11, MoneyGram signs a deal to work with currency startup Ripple. That means MoneyGram Moneygram is getting into the cryptocurrency deal as well. Also, pardon former Arizona Sheriff Joe Parrell is announcing he's going to run for the sheriff in uh, the Senate. I'm sorry, in that state, and he still says that Barack Obama's birth certificate is fake. So, If that's what you want to go with, that's where you're going with. Cliven Bundy's case was dismissed by a federal judge with prejudice, uh, which means it's probably all done. Cliven Bundy was a weird kind of story where he took over the federal... The federal land he took over is basically what was essentially a rest area in the middle of nowhere for people to kind of commiserate there and took it over and just claimed it as his on whatever grounds he wanted to. This case was dismissed. We hope this thing is over, but we'll see how that rolls along. Number 14 for this week is the story on Tom Styler buying a copy of fire and fury for every member of congress over the week fire fury fire and fury i should say is the book by michael wolf all some people say it's mostly trash and many people say it's not very well put together and of course the ethics of getting the idea and information not quite on the up and up Most people still was a barn burner of a book and basically had America reading again over the weekend. Uh, This was something done by uh, billionaire environmentalist Tom Steyer, who, of course, has been buying many, many, many commercials on TV saying that Trump's not good enough to be our president. He actually bought a copy of the book, which touts Trump as being a crazy person, among other things for every member of Congress, at least one to count for a member of Congress. So because he's a billionaire, he bought a bunch of books to support the effort and maybe hand them out next time he's talking to people on Congress. And the number 15 story this week, as we said in a couple times today, and of course in the tease, Adult film star Olivia Nova died this week at the age of 90. Uh, no cause of death at the time that I have from this story and anything that's popped up. But we will talk a bit extended on the adult film stars who have died recently. We've had many of them die. And essentially every other week it has been one of just a randomness for the most part. Uh, mostly of just kind of unknown causes. We did have one incident where one woman died uh, because of suicide after being uh, essentially a uh, bashed, homo, uh, gay bashed uh, for not wanting to do a scene with men who just got finished doing homosexual gay porn, so she got uh, freaked out by all of the backlash she got on social media, and that was essentially a suicide, but I don't know what the trend is for adult film stars and them dying early these days, but that's something that's actually coming up as an issue in the industry, so... They're doing their best to make sure that the ladies and the guys, I guess, are taken care of for at least their mental and physical basic well-being because just people dying of natural causes uh, usually tends to come some other cause in cases. And so many of these can't be a complete coincidence. They have to be not so much some sort of conspiracy related, but there's usually something else wrong there. Now, in the time we have allotted, we are going to get through as many of the stories that also ran between fifteen and one sixteen today, uh, so before we get out of here, make sure we get the time in. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And if you want to get in ta- contact with us, go to our website, is dot com. Follow us on Facebook at this is a conversation and on Twitter at th underscore conversation. Remember, you follow us and interact with the stories. Number one, we stay in your feed for Facebook. Number two, that's how you get votes in for the podcast every week. So. Without further ado, let's go on ahead with what we have left over. This story is um, story is one that may mean something to you if you have younger ones in the home. Uh, the launch of Overwatch League is a crucial test to whether video games can join the NFL and NBA as franchise spectator sports. E-games are a big thing and a big moneymaker, but mostly a big money maker for people playing them online. The act of actually sitting and watching a game, while it's a big thing to do overseas and in Asia and Europe... Here in the States, people really want to watch real live people get sweaty and bump into each other instead of their pixel avatars do it at the moment. Overwatch is a very popular game, and a lot of people like to watch it played, so there's hoping that the Overwatch League will bring in more people willing to sit and watch other people have the fun of playing video games. Here's a story about Alex Trebek, who uh, this is not the story of him saying that the guy who said Gangster's Paradise was not the right clue for Gangsta's Paradise. Gangsta's Paradise Lost to be exact. He is, that being Alex Trebek is having brain surgery. He had a fall. He has to deal with some issues. And he's going to be back soon, he hopes, to get back into the studio. And one last one. Kansas Republican lawmaker says black people abuse marijuana because of their character makeup and genetics. And because of that, this Kansas Republican lawmaker had to back away from what he's got going on. And while President Trump's comments over countries like African countries and Haiti being what they are and preferring to have Norwegians regions come to the United States, we, that did happen. We are completely out of time for today. Thank you so much for joining us for the show. Join us again next week for more great conversations that we have with you from This is a Conversation's weekly wrap-up show.